It's Sean and Kevin's Infinite Movie Crisis. Roll the dice. Accept your movie fate. Staying in, folks. No. <laughs> that is staying in, you motherfucker. That is staying in for this week's episode. Oh, that was that was that was wet. That was, that was wet. Gross. That came up. That was, I, that was you know what it is? I went to get a drink and then I got that knock on the door and uh oh, boy. startled me and I got a chance to clear out my, my system, Kevin. <laughs> they gave me a chance to clear out my system. Uh if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I'm sorry, sorry about that one. Sorry. <laughs> we are two animals. Here. No, I'm not the one who just did a wet stew burp into I had the a, microphone. I had a wet, uh, I had wings last night burp. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hey, welcome, everybody. This is, this is uh, Sean the Animal Disgusting Monster of Belches and Kevin's Infinite, Infinite movie, crisis. movie Crisis. This is the only podcast where it starts off with wet burps Woo. and then we... Oh, boy. No, it's not. Definitely and then, not. And then it's we start this. talking about a movie. <laughs> This puts the pressure on me. Next time, I got to start with a gross, like, I got to one-up you. I got to throw up out of the microphone, apparently. Yeah, this, no, you got to just oh, spread the cheeks and fart right into it. That's, <laughs> no, that's, that's how this is going to go. That's the type of people we're... That's, that's who we are now. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, God. All right. What, what, what do we do on well, this podcast I, there, Sean? All right. Well, people, if this is your first time listening, again, sorry. Sorry. What we do is we select... We have a running list of 10 movies ranked from 1 to 10, 1 being the worst, 10 being the best. And then we roll a 10-sided die, decide what we're going to watch for that week. And Kevin, what did we get this week? You rolled an 8, so good on you. We watched The Italian Job, the remake from 2003. Uh, For the record, I am the one who put it on the list as an 8. Sean is probably going to disagree with me on that. I am disagree. It's uh, definitely. I also disagree with my past self on that. Yes, this one. it's definitely not an eight. I uh, I realized I don't think I'd ever seen more than the first fifteen minutes of this movie before. It's uh, so the reason I have such love for this movie because for the record I do love this film. Uh, this was a movie that I describe it as the ultimate FX, like the channel DVD on TV movie. I you I mean? agree because I. Like if you remember, if you remember DVD, on I know TV, exactly. This was the you movie. know why there was parts of this movie where I was half expecting them to cut away to a commercial, but they still leave it on the frame for a second, and then two random white people yep. come in and show the behind the scenes for half a second and talk about, oh, you know, Jason Statham was really in the car. This is how they did it for two seconds. Could could you tell me either of the people? Because I can't. Who are the two people who did DVD? Here's the TV? thing: no if idea. you showed me their pictures, I could tell you without with, without a doubt. I could. It's a blonde woman and like a just a yeah. It's a it's dude, a blonde right? woman and an ugly white guy. <laughs> like it's a beautiful blonde <laughs> like, woman. Hey, go out there and sell this DVD. Oh, I do know one of them. She used to be on Screen Junkies during the movie fights. Um, okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, yep. she's she was she was a beauty. Oh, it's gonna, it's like Jessica something. It's definitely Jessica. Okay, I had to take a guess. She's in Hollywood and she's a blonde woman. Her name is Jessica. For, for those of you, if anyone's listening to this who's like younger than, than we are and you don't remember DVD on TV, first of all, DVDs are a physical medium that you can put movies onto. Uh, and it was a thing that FX did for a long time where it was like, what do you think, like 4 p.m. on like a Thursday afternoon? 
They'd put on DVD on TV. You're right with yes that, but they would also do like the premiere ones on like Saturday nights. Like oh, it was like a big like deal. Be, yeah, it'd be yeah, for yeah. us who, when we were like 12, 13 years old, we're not going out and partying on a on a Saturday night. We'd be like, oh, I'll see, I'll watch DVD on TV a version of Dodgeball. Uh, yeah, exactly. And then they'd they, like in between, like you mentioned earlier, they would show you like the features, right? Like that would be the bonus features that used to come on the DVD. Which for the record, I really like those things. I really like the because you do it's like get, I do like finding out more about how the film came together. Yeah, it might not be like the best first time watching the movie, but like if you've seen a movie like you know, 700 times, like, I've watched The Italian Job. Like, yeah, that'd be fun. But it was... The reason I love this movie so much is not only that, because I have memories of watching it in that way from when I was growing up. It, it, it was a movie that I stand by. I think the whole <laughs> the whole family can enjoy. It's such a cliche. But if I, like... If I had to sit down with my, my, my parents, myself, and my sister, and, like, what movie are we all going to watch and all enjoy? There is a list... And this is number one on the list. Like, we all enjoy the Italian job. It's just a fun movie. I would agree with you. I think there's definitely fun to be had during this movie. Yeah, so I watched sure. it this morning. Uh, you know. I also watched it this morning. And, yep. again, I, I, it's not a bad movie by any stretch of the imagination. That's the thing is, I was sitting there watching it, trying to be critical about it. I have huge nostalgia goggles, but I tried to be like, all right, what, what is Sean going to try to pick apart? And here's the, I <laughs> can't even pick it apart too much. And I came to realization around, like, the 50-minute mark. It was just flat. At times, just like okay. it just because it came out in 2003, kind of during the height of heist movies. This is during your Oceans era. I agree. Uh, I agree. And it, yes. There's a lot of elements yeah. of that. And it's all done well. It's well shot. It's for the most part pretty well acted. It's all good, but it just doesn't. And I realized I think it's like it the, the chemistry amongst the cast isn't as there as you think it is. Like there's mm-hmm. good scenes. There's a couple of good scenes I want, I'll mention when we get to the diaries, I think. You're not gonna like this comparison, but like Fast and Furious kind of does this better well what i was gonna say is there is there are some what i would almost <laughs> if this movie had come out you know a year ago i'd be like this is ripping off fast and furious right it, now. It, like that's yeah like, i know what you mean i know exactly because what you mean. it is it, it is it's just it's you know what it is it's fast and furious ripped off this for their later iterations it's not the original when, i agree like was it fast five fast five is fast five is when became it was their heist movie and it has a lot of elements of that yeah. but fast five is significantly better than this uh, it might, oh, it's just a, yeah, is, Fast Five is at, like is a is a good no that movie. that's the only it's, it's I think that's the only movie. very good movie of the entire Fast franchise. Agreed, it's like objectively the best one. That's the one with the rock. That's the first in, one with right? the rock, and that's the heist. Yeah. And like yeah, yeah. What a dumb well, movie. Well, we got put that on the list. That'd be fun. Yeah, no, but like it's just uh, it's just it was it was just flat for me. I it just did never it never that's had fair because I, I I wrote down I, I mean this I mean this is sincere like again huge nostalgia goggles I still love this movie. But uh, I did write down this. Uh, there is there is a part of the movie where the movie does drag. It's like the it's like half an hour to about fifty minutes. It kind of drags. It yes, drags. I I hundred percent. I was getting. I'll tell you. I, yeah, I'll tell you right now. Uh, I'd probably put this more around a six, in my opinion. Like that's fair. I, I'm at a seven. I had very little notes for this. It was very Oblivion esque for me. Where I'm like, see, that's the thing is, I think this is better than Oblivion. I do too, but I'd still put them on our same ranking scale. Because I just I there's nothing about it that gripped me so much that like like there was no hysterical moments there was no really heightened accent moments everything hit its mark and it was all technically par but the par was high if that makes like it's like a if par was a five on golf and but everything made ever made par does that make sense no you you you're it sounds like your argument again correct me if I'm wrong your argument is that it generic is not the right word. Right, it's not quite generic, 
but it uh, it fills a, a role. Like it, it fills a niche to a to, to an excessive degree. Yeah, it took it takes the elements of a bunch of other films, puts it together, and executes them all well, but not spectacularly. I I, I think it. I think I, yeah. This is nostalgia talking. I your argument is sound. I'm not going to say your argument is not sound. I think the thing that puts it to a seven for me, because I agree, it's not an eight. I was an uh, eight, we have a group eight chat is with definitely overzealous. Yes, I, 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 we have a group chat with our friends, and we we sent them what our current top ten is, and like someone called you out for ranking something as a ten, and then I was like, hey, hey, hey I'm the whack job who thinks Italian job is an eight. All right, so don't don't give Sean shit. I'm the idiot here. I know. Yeah. Well, again, these are just our opinions. Like our scale is not like oh, it's t- like this. thing is a perfect film. When we say tens, we mean like they. Ex- this is doing everything we wanted to do, and it's do- and there's it's, nothing I think it's doing- like you can't make this movie better. Yes. But doesn't mean it's perfect. It's a weird, like hypocritical. Like it's a contradiction. But yeah, like if we're doing yeah, like what our scale is, like a nine is also in that thing. But maybe there's a handful of like what the fuck things or and that's where my that's where our eights are. Is like it's all really 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 good. But there's there's some things you just make you scratch your head. Sevens are I find more. I think are gonna be more of our dumb fun. Where like you're not supposed to think hard. About, that's why that's why we have Con Air there. We're like this is just a dumb fun action movie. You know. And so on. sixes sixes are just like. For me, hit the mark, kind of. You know what? All right, all right. Here, here, here's a compromise. It's I think it's a nostalgic seven, which means it's an objective six. I think that's fair because you have the nostalgic glasses yeah. and I do not. Because again, this is basically my yeah, first time. I think I think your your argument has swayed me. I think if we were to to put it on, uh, like on the list where it, we should have rolled it, I think a six is fine. I I'm still at a nostalgic seven because I I had a great time watching this again, but that's just because I've seen it so many fucking times. And the things I love about this movie are the heists are great. Well, those are my two standout moments. Is I think it's opens and closes really well, but that middle is just like we're are we there yet? The 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 middle there's still some fun for me because I really enjoy. I think the music is really good in this movie. Like really, I'll really give you good, that. Yeah, because the montage sequences are fun for me because of the music they choose. In my opinion, I, I I really enjoy those. Again, it's because I loved it as a kid. Um, I I think if you're objectively coming at this with a six, I'm not I'm not gonna say you're you're a wild man for saying that. I I don't think we're that far off on that one. I think it's a nostalgic seven for me. And so, because there are people there, I have very close friends who uh, who uh, uh you know I won't I won't drop names on the podcast, but who I have talked to who are like I also grew up with this this movie and I also love it nostalgically right the the things that we stood out to us as a kid but your criticisms about the middle dragging i do see where you're coming from I really so don't. why don't we get into more in depth here yeah give me some give me some background information so buddy. the italian job after being betrayed and left for dead in italy charlie croker and his team plan an elaborate gold heist against their former ally this movie was directed by f gary gray uh, it was written by Donna and Wayne Powers, a screenwriting couple, on an adaptation of the original 1969 film starring Sir Michael Kine. I still need to see uh, it. I bet it's fun. I've so. seen a good chunk of that, and it's they're either wildly different movies, wildly. Uh, but I'm I think sure. I will give sure. this Italian job a credit. It's able to maintain kind of the spirit of that one while being wholly mm-hmm. original. If that makes sense. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Oh yeah, because I looked up the basic plot of the '69 one. And uh, it's very different. Yes. Very different. Uh, this film uh, was uh, shot. Uh, the cinematographer is Wally Fister, who did such films as The Dark Knight and a bunch of other really great film, uh, things. Uh, the music was by John Powell, who's done 
millions and millions, billion things. It is just just a, a real workhorse. Just, yeah, know, just doing, doing his, his job. job. It is starring Mark Wahlberg as Charlie Croker. Charlize, what? What? No, <laughs> we're doing that one day, Kevin. There, there wasn't enough. You're right. You know what? There wasn't enough ridiculous Mark Wahlberg. In yeah, this. I, I think very, that too. He's very Mark centered. Wahlberg is not Mark Wahlberg yet in this. He's very mm-hmm. understated and because it's 2003. It's 2003. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. he hasn't even made Queens Boulevard yet. That's an entourage reference for everybody. Entourage. I was gonna say I don't know what the hell that is. <laughs> when are you watching all eight seasons of no. Entourage? Whatever, whatever you're about to say, the answer is no. I'm not doing anything with fucking Entourage. Charlize Theron. No. Char- Charlize Theron as Stella Bridger. Jason Statham as Handsome Rob. Oh, you should have just said Jason Statham as Jason. Jason Statham, Statham is Jason Statham. <laughs> Jason Statham as Handsome Rob. He's perfect. Enough. We have uh, Seth Green as Lyle. Yasin Bey, a.k.a. Most Deaf, as Left Ear. Donald Sutherland as John Bridger. And Ed Norton as Steve. Well, yeah, they never give his real name. No, they never give his real last name. I'll talk about Ed Norton for a second. Ed Norton. <laughs> Ed Norton. <laughs> is in this is movie. Is in this movie, and he is not <laughs> having a good fucking time. Dude, I, one of the first things I wrote down is literally, I'm, I'm, I'm serious. I wrote down... Edward, I'm too good for this movie, Norton. That's what I wrote that down. is exactly how he feels. And I, he is too good for this movie. Edward Norton, I think, is a brilliant actor. I really do. I think he's I think he's been in a lot of great films. I think he's usually excellent in all of them. But the thing is, is he's a notorious prick. Like that's why I love his kind of somewhat self-aware character he plays in Birdman. Yes, I think I think because like he kind of acknowledges it. I hope he's been, he acknowledges it. He's been acknowledging he's it a lot lately too. Like he. When yeah. whatever his last movie was, he came out. He did the two in the press rounds. He's like, "Yeah, I, I I've been known to get into a little trouble here and there, but sometimes it's just to make yeah. try to make the movie better." You know, <laughs> he's yeah. one of those guys. And everyone's like, "I'll bring oh, up this boy. trivia fact now." Uh, he had no desire to be in this film at all. Yeah, was this his agent? Just like you need some money? No. <laughs> so this is a thing they really don't do anymore. But it used to be you sign on with a studio and they'll give you ah uh, yes, and they just assign you and a they'll movie? give you a three picture deal. Um, okay. He originally signed his first deal was Primal Fear, which was his breakthrough movie. Really, really yep. big, really good stuff. Yeah, that's when he's in jail, right? Yes, that's where he's a, that's where yeah. he's accused of, in jail. He's being defended by uh, Richard Gere. That's a good one. We should we should do yeah. that sometime. Yeah. Basically, and he had a deal with Paramount to make uh, two more movies, and he kept refusing scripts they send him. You know, it's the thing. It's like studios want to make money, so they'll give you trash <laughs> because he is an actor he is an actor and he at the time but he's starting getting bigger and bigger from that movie like from primal fear he does uh the people versus larry flint american history x rounders fight club he's in rounders? yeah he's like the main he's like the second guy in rounders i haven't seen rounders in so long yeah but he's you know he's, he's a top dog at this point he's like a in-demand actor he's like i'm not doing yeah, yeah, yeah god yeah, knows yeah. what they would have sent what they sent him at the time I'm sure it's generic crap, but he's like, fuck it. But they're like, you were contractually obligated and they can literally block him from taking other roles. Uh, because it's one of the things, when you have a three-picture deal, not like you can't do other movies. It's just that if they want you to do something else and they're like, really, really want you to do it, you have to do that instead. Uh, mm-hmm. But they eventually, his- this this sounds like, oh boy, this whole, whole scenario is not. No. Uh, so eventually his agent and they all agree that he'll just combine the two into this one movie because they had faith in it. Uh, Norton did not hide his misery on set, as they say, clashing with the crew throughout it, uh, getting into oh, fights with the director, boy. writers, and other cast members. Uh, when the producer handed out gifts to the cast of the movie's surprisingly strong box of performance, Norton returned the gift with a note saying, give this to someone you actually like or someone who actually likes you. <laughs> 
Ooh, Which makes me dislike Ed Norton. Yeah, fuck because off, dude. like get out of here. Again, maybe it's because he was a younger guy and like more like I'm an artist. I and you know he thinks he's he thinks he's better than this movie. He does. Well, you think you're better than me? Yeah, like it's again. Well, I haven't sat through this whole movie in a minute, mm-hmm. like as as an adult. But as an adult, I could definitely get that sense because like, I is it that he's half-assing it? I don't know if he's half-half-assing it. I don't think that's he's it. Kind of like three quarters assing it. Is that fair? Yeah. Like he's like, it, yeah, like he took off. He took off a little bit. Of the it's ass his off thing. The it's top. kind it's of a. Uh, it could be a really good role, actually, when you watch it. There's potential like, there for being a really good. Bad he should have hammed it up more, but he's playing it too straight. Like if he was like, mm. if he was like, um, I'm trying to think like who's like who does a good job playing a little more camp. What if it was like Peter Stormare, you know, or mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yep. I'm trying to think like who's like us would be fun at this time. Give me a Paul Giamatti. Paul, Giam- Paul Giamatti would be perfect in this role. Yeah, give me a Paul I think Giamatti. he was busy filming uh, Big Liar. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Amazing <laughs> Spider-Man 2, no. <laughs> 20 years ahead of time or 15 years. Yeah, but Ed Norton, like, I think he's I think he's figured his shit out a little bit in, in his later age. But, like, basically from, like, when he started to, like, Incredible Hulk, he was a fucking asshole. <laughs> yeah. Oh, because after that, that's when he starts oh, doing, buddy. like, a bunch of Wes Anderson movies and... Couple other stuff, and he hasn't been anything big in a while. Uh, so I think I think it's more of just like he's, you know, you you're out of this town, Mister. Yeah, man. It's it's. I I think it's I think that is a big elf in the room when you look at the cast. It, it now knowing what I know now. Because it is you too. Know? You watch like everyone else seems to be liking each other. Like I I, oh, I bought yeah. some of the some of their scenes. I'm with I'm with you on that one. Like again, I like coming. At I this, like everybody yeah. in this cast. Sure, I make fun yeah. of Mark. Well, Seth Green's a little Seth weird. Seth Green's good in this. I thought. I thought he, like, uh, that's the job. All right. We can talk about this, but, like, he plays the generic, I'm a hacker guy. I'm ha- weird. Hacker, hacker I know, I know computers. I am computers. I am computers guy. But, like, you know, everyone, uh, everyone's, everyone's in it to win it. Uh, this movie was released on May 30th, 2003. It currently sits with a 7.0 on IMDb, a 68 on Metacritic, and a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes. See? Other people think it's a 7. No, people See? do, people do like it, but also, like, how many times less than... Also, also, those are reviews at the time. Right. Uh, yes. So, some are, yeah, some, some are, are yeah, some are. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, IMDb, yeah. I think, is the strongest indicator, but that's people, that's the most part, they're the ones who watch it more recently. So, yeah, yeah Kevin, you got the seven. It's just my opinion, it's a six. All right, cool. It had a $19 million opening weekend, but then it uh, went on to gross $106 million domestically and uh, $276 million worldwide on a $60 million budget. Solid hit. Do you remember, do you honestly remember when this used to happen, when you had, like, a sixty million movie that would make like two hundred mil, and everyone's like, "Good, good job. job! I like this. This was really a good time." If this came out now, and then it plays on cable forever, yes, that's that's <laughs> what these movies used to be, and he, and these yeah, people used to get attached to them and really like them, like you to the Italian Job. Yeah, that DVD got a lot of use it, uh, when I was a kid. Yep. I'm sure it did. Yeah, no, it's just if this movie came out today and had these numbers, it would be considered a flop. Yeah, it's just wild. it's also just it's like wild. if they made this yeah. today, like the the budget would be a hundred and fifty million dollars. It would be there'd be another twenty minutes attached to it, and there'd be like six other setting up like three spin-offs. three spinoffs. It would, or it's part of the, realistically this came out today. It, 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 this would be a spinoff of the Fast and Furious universe, and it would, agreed one hundred percent. Well, agreed. I mean, I can bring up some trivia now. You never saw Hobbs and Shaw, did you? I'm glad I didn't. I heard it, it does sucked. suck, but there is one scene when they're in the Jason Statham cave. That's what I'm calling it, and they're sure, walking yeah. by all the sweet rides, and it's like Ferrari, all this nice shit, and then you see a Mini Cooper, yeah. and like, and then ah. Rock's like, "What's what's this?" and he's like. From another job, yeah, so yeah, hey, yeah. You know, hey, handsome Robin, whatever Jason in Shaw is that? He, I think he's Shaw of the Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, let's do some let's do some process of elimination. Here. Well, the rock is Hobbs, therefore save them. Do we know that for sure? Do we know that? Yeah, for I sure? think that's true. Why why is the movie just called the Rock and Statham? <laughs> right? Wouldn't that be better if they just played themselves in the Fast? And I mean, I'm in. I'm in. Like you're not you're not you're not gonna not convince me on that one. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, that made a lot of money, didn't it? Yeah, I think it made a billion. Oh, God, that's why movies are terrible. I, I just heard it wasn't fun, which it's, is so disappointing. All right. I mean, if we're doing small, it's just, you know why? You know how, like, good buddy cop movies is they're the opposites forced to work together? Right, like this guy. This, this in guy. this one, they're the same guy, but they both quip like they're not. Like, they're both highly trained experts in their field with, like, mm-hmm. both on the same mission, both want the same thing, and just like, oh, Jason Statham's a little tinier than The Rock. That's all they got. Right, like, the the the, the conflict just feels forced. It's so forced, and it's like... Yeah, no, it's 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 bad. Weird. That's what that's what right. the rock uh, get too many writer, producerial and writers abilities um, because uh-huh. he can't lose a fight. That's okay. Just go on that t- tangent again. They both have in their writers. They're not allowed to lose fights in movies, so movies have no fucking stakes in them because they never lose a fucking fight. Yeah, they got Superman eighty like nineteen eighty four powers where he's just invincible. Yeah, like okay, <laughs> this movie movie Kevin was nominated for one, one BET Best Actor Award for most deaf. <laughs> Who did he lose to? I did not look it up. I, don't, I didn't care that much. I hope he won. I hope he won. No, he was only nominated. I know he didn't win. No! <laughs> hey, hey, what's going on? What, what are you? Steve, what the hell are you doing? Steve, what the hell are you doing? What was that? There wasn't that many questions I could use, all right? <laughs> do, you want, do you want me to look for him? Because I'll look for him. Listen, it was the best one I could find, all right? It's, there's this, it, I know, I know, I know. You do... You do so much work for this. I, I do all the work for this, arguably. <laughs> arguably. <laughs> Whatever. It's fine. Uh, it's fun. Um, I guess we do our viewing diaries. Yeah. Um, mine's short, too. There's, I'm not going to be like, oh, I wrote down so much. There's really short just too, not sure. too much. So the movie opens in Italy, baby, in Venice specifically. What? Well, no. that's the funny part is most of the film is not in Italy. It is. Yeah, it's true. Like, because it's all past tense, right? It's the Italian job. That, that's that's the thing is is that it's structure wise. You have the Italian job itself is the prologue, yes. right? The big heist is is the prologue, and then everything after that is like the revenge for getting double crossed. Is there? Are there other heist movies that do? I that? can't I'm think sure of it. Are, I'm right? sure there are. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I, ju- I like that personally. I think as a little more. I thought it was a little more unique because it, it turns like it into from a heist film into yeah. a revenge film to a revenge revenge heist, revenge film, heist yeah. film. Yeah, while also right, just exactly. doing everything you would do in a heist film. Uh, <laughs> like the the plot might be a little different. Yeah, so we're in the beautiful so city of uh, of it, of Venice, Italy, where we're meeting John Bridger, a professional safe cracker who is assembled, who's nope. been brought in for one last job. Yeah, you get a little bit of that. One last job uh, with Charlie Kroger, Marky Mark Wahlberg, just. Mark's just just pretty flat in this movie. Like I, I, I he's just Mark. Yeah, he's, he's not, not Marky Mark. Mark. Yeah, he's he's just at this Mark. point in his career, like he hadn't done anything crazy. I mean, he'd been in Boogie Nights, right. a couple like good indie, but he's not Mark Wahlberg, the megastar. What what is what is the turning point in Mark Wahlberg's career where he is like the caricature we know him as now? <sighs> I, I think know. it might be Invincible because I'm okay, looking at his yep. IMDb right now. So it's, yeah, it's yeah. the Italian Job to I Heart Huckabee's uh, to Four Brothers, all of which are. As I said, the Italian job, they're all kind of, like, the other two are kind of indies, and then there's Invincible, right, right, right. The, the Departed, yep. Shooter, Departed. The Happening, yep. Max Payne, The Lovely Bones, Date Night, oh The Other Guys, The Fighter. All right, at this point, yes. we're into, so like, So, that's why I think Mark Invincible is the first, because I, Invincible was a pretty big hit. Uh, not the right. current a- great Amazon animated show, the the old football player right, one. Right. What? Dad, yeah, but I think no. Mark Wahlberg, the caricature, 
starts around Invincible. Okay, that's fair. I think that's a good argument. Yeah. Uh, so what was I saying? Uh, yes, Charlie Kroger sums the team for one less job. And to give this critic credit, I really liked being on location in Italy, like because movies, oh, movies yeah, nowadays for sure. Yeah, no, no green, screen screen bullshit, bullshit yeah. on a soundstage somewhere in Atlanta. Um, everyone there is in their part, like it's just doing a great job. Like it, this is we're in the midst of a heist, so it's fun. I'm I'm shot at the point. I've loved old films. Because there's a point where John Bridge is calling his daughter, played by Charlize Theron. Uh, he's like, I'm on a cell phone. Can you believe it? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, I like, know. I know. Dude, I- I'm with you. We were talking off mic beforehand. I'm watching Scrubs right now. And like that first season, it's like, oh, boy. No one, no one has, has a phone. What a happening? weird world to live in. Absolutely. Uh, everyone's in their positions. Uh, Seth Green's our hack guy. Uh, you know, uh, Steve Ed Norton is uh, the inside man i guess we, is the job we we get this this like line that becomes important later where uh donald sutherland's like oh i trust everyone i just don't trust the devil yeah. inside them which becomes yeah. important later. so it's just like um, my, my favorite part about that is like the look on steve's face because he's about yes. to betray them well i wrote right? down the look on steve's face there's so, some really oh, go good ahead, direction go in this because the whole time yeah. because they don't get betrayed to like the 25 minute mark but there's these little cutaways yeah, to ed norton which I'm like, oh, at the first part, he's yep. doing a good job of him setting up he's the sinister bad guy in this. I just, because I know what's happening, because I've seen it a million times, that look on his face when it happens, all I could think of was that clip from online of like, sometimes foreshadowing is relatively obvious. <laughs> uh, so the heist is really, really fun. It's, uh, they, they blow a oh, literal... S- the, the misdirection, the crack in the safe underwater, while well, it's great. It's well coordinated, it. they're going through everything, and they get away... And then they get to the mountaintops, which I realize it's his. That's like twenty five minutes of movie. I just blew past, but there's really not much to say in it. It's just fun. Well, because it's objectively one of the the best mm-hmm. parts of the movie, if not the best part of the movie, is this opening heist scene with the the the. I imagine because you know it's all on scene, uh, on set, like you said. They shut down Venice. To yeah, film this and movie, it worked. You know, like they had police like twenty four seven, like watch, make sure they didn't blow up anything important by accident. Which no oh, god well now that yeah Venice is a disaster ecologically because of all the the like the sinking yeah, and yeah. everything yeah it's, it's yeah we're lo- it that sucks, city will better water by like next year <laughs> I wrote down at one point uh boy I can't wait to see this relationship with Donald Sutherland keep growing everybody loves him <laughs> <laughs> but he wasn't he's giving the cheers everyone's like yeah you're my best mate they're all buddies like here's like that's the weird part it's like there's no animosity except Steve Steve, Steve feels, feels a little weird because they are talking know? about like what they want once they get their money. And it's a weird choice that he just doesn't want anything, right? Like, but he just wants to have the money. Like, I'd rather. Yeah, it, it's the character trait I think they're going for is that he's he can't he doesn't have any original ideas of his own. Like, he steals the work of others. Like, that's what makes yeah. him a bad guy. And I, I I can see what you mean when you like they could have pursued that a little more. They could have shown. Yeah, I'd rather there was like some team infighting maybe or like and like showing them drifting. Mm-hmm. Like because I, I the twist of him pulling it out is good, but at the same time there's more we could do like really just to show the 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 way the team works. Um, from what you told me earlier, it's a miracle they got the reach day shooting. Yeah, so I mean listen, I'm sh- I'm sure I've heard <laughs> another thing I read is the the day everyone appreciated the most is the day Mark Wahlberg punches uh, Ed Norton in the face in the movie. <laughs> Oh no! Oh yeah. no! Uh, this is my one nitpick of uh, so when they drop the safe into the water underneath, right during the opening heist. Uh, I sure, agree, yeah. I believe they they could crack the safe. I don't believe they'd be able to even pull the thing open because the amount of pressure they're under in the fucking water. They're not that far under. Yeah, they're like twenty feet. They're not that far underwater. They could do it. They'd be pretty like, strong though, right? Like, but also they they're carrying it, yes, gold. But- 
Gold is heavy. On like a, they got a little raft thing. Oh, they have a oh, underwater okay, thing okay. to carry it for him. I'm glad yeah, it's right this there, is like dude. when I defended she's all that, you know? <laughs> this, this is Yeah, no, this is not my she's all that. Don't you do that uh, to me. Alright, Donald Sutherland's killed by Steve. Steve! Steve! They shouldn't even like <laughs> like like cut her or something. Just something more better than Steve. No, I bet he did have a cool name, and they all hated him so much they made him named Steve. <laughs> like halfway through production. Mark Wahlberg has a hilarious cry face over Donald Sutherland's body. Yeah, he's he's learning. He's learning. He's he's learning, learning buddy. He's then learning. we jump ahead one year later. Now Charlize Theron is oh she's cracking safe. What she's she's also back. Oh she's working for the police. Ooh, the how twist. very different from her father and her these these group of guys. Uh, will there be some group dynamic where she's more entitled to the, the law? No, it really doesn't matter. No, she just she just, just joins the team. I did write she stepped through a fuck ton of evidence because that was a murder scene. She stepped. Okay, did you notice the fucking chalk yes. body out? That's what I'm saying. She walked through it. It was a murder here, sir. Uh, Charlize has a Mini Cooper uh, speeding down the uh, thing. Apparently, Charlize Theron uh, didn't was able to turn off the speed demon that got inside her. She got four speeding tickets over the course of this filming. I was gonna say, yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, there, there, there's some. There should be some. Char- Charlie comes to greet her and is like, "Listen, we got one last job to do, and that means we found Steve here in L.A. Now his last name is Frizzelli. Steve Frizzelli. Ooh, God. Uh, then we got a really awkward of that Mark Wahlberg and Jason Statham playing basketball. And I've never seen two human beings more who look like they don't play basketball. Well, also. Case in point, because I also wrote <laughs> yeah. that down. That seems hilarious, because I'm pretty sure both of them are under 5'8". Yeah, eight. I think they are. Oh, They're there was a thing. Men. Mark Wahlberg wore lifts during this. Well, yeah, because Charlie's Theron's she's, like yeah, she's a, tall, She's 6'1", she? I think. Yeah, so like there, there were some creative camera angles to make them look somewhat similar yeah. in height. Also, Jace, Jason Statham in this movie is just, in my opinion, any movie he's in, I just write down, he just makes vaguely British noises and yeah. then he punches people. Yeah, like, you got to check out Wrath of Man, his new one. It's fucking great. Okay, is it's, that, a guy uh, Ritchie, it's a Guy Ritchie. Uh, it's yeah. a Guy Ritchie joint. Yeah, all right, I'm in. I'm in. You're, yeah, I'm in. You I thought I didn't tell you. Then we move along. They call. She's now in on the group. Yeah, it didn't take it really, a lot It really didn't. It took like five minutes of therapy, I guess. Uh, then we re-meet the team where we get the actual lowdown of what she's... But they, this one is like... It is cool and it's kind of funny when we see like, oh, Steph Green invented Napster. Yeah, this movie is not dated at all, Kevin. Oh, I was going to say, like, that, that was something I will fully admit is a flaw is that... <laughs> The, and you know what? It's not even a one-off joke. If it was a one-off joke, they leaned hard. It's, into they the call Napster him Napster joke. the rest of the movie. Yeah. At the time, again, when I saw this as a kid, I was like, oh, now again, twenty years later, it's like, ooh, that no. didn't age well. No, would not. <laughs> uh, that's like that's like uh, that's like making a movie nowadays and like call me TikTok. Yeah, or call <laughs> like, me Spotify would probably be the. Like it's going to like it's going to be outdated twenty years from now, guaranteed. Yeah, it's just, yeah nothing nothing lasts forever in tech. Did you hear the Google, name they gave him for his code name for this mission initially? Ooh. Oh, well, it was J- because he's like, oh, just give me a they cool name for James once. Hyman. That was funny. It's a good it's a good touch. I like. I that. appreciated them being stuck in L.A. traffic. Did Did you? Uh, well, I wrote that down too. This is a movie that actually uses L.A. traffic as like, yeah, which a plot I device. appreciated. In that uh, in that scene where we're getting like their yeah. backstories when the whole crew is mm-hmm. getting together. Did you notice the transition shutter wipes? Because those were killing. Yeah, me. I did not need those at all. I was like, did George Lucas direct this? It was it, Kevin. It was two thousand three. That was a hundred years ago. I know. Uh, right? they, they only had like so. So many here's preloaded. Now we're in the second act, and the film really kind of dives off a cliff here. I agree. The second we're, the second act the the cable scene is is too long. Like all. But I'm also like, we get to them, and they're like, oh, what's he doing? He's in his house. He just watches TV. I'm like, guys, you know, you're thieves and you're criminals, right? 
why not just break in and just pull them at gunpoint, right? Like, I don't understand why this is so... Y'all stole the money. Like, I... And they're like, oh, well, I would counter with... I would would counter with the Michael Bay, like, hey, Sean, why don't you (laughs) shut the fuck up? If that's your answer, (laughs) fine. But I'm like, ooh, they're like, ooh. Like, he basically has, like, a fucking, um... Like, a safe lock on his front door. Like, that's... that's Okay, all right. Well, to actual actual logic, to be fair, he has tons of armed guards. Okay, they saw one, but... All right. When they do the of having um, how are you going to get the gold out of there? Okay, Sean? Kevin, this is not that hard. You know why? When they bring the the uh, fake uh, television truck in, right? They just hide in the truck, yeah. right? They just they they it's, they can never figure out a way to hide in the truck. She goes in, distracts him. They burst in. They hold him at gunpoint. They they crack the safe. They load the gold in the tr- and and the security system calls. How they how do they call the security system if you tie up Ed Norton? No, because the security system. Automatically how would it? How would it? Absolutely, the they're already in the house. Be- the cops will be. They can't get away. They can, they can, there's a way. All right. No, you're falling no. apart, dude. Like, don't try no, to pick I, this apart, man. No. Like, I'm not saying it's, it's not. Tight. There's a. Way. I'm just saying this is not. She's all that. All I'm like, saying is I'm they saying. could have stolen one of Ed Norton's cars he has on the. Like, there's a way out of there. There's no, so there's many. Not. They they had to do. They had to do the <laughs> stupid, ridiculous high scene. Okay. Is all right, let's keep moving. Oh, you forgot this. The 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 traffic scene. Where Jason Statham's sitting in traffic, and that guy's like, "Give me your badge and your weapon." Yeah. <laughs> yes, Scott Adsit from Thirty Rock fame uh, doing a fun cameo. Completely needless. Funny, it's great scene. Uh, hey, LA, get it? Um, so Michael Kine, uh playing in the original Italian Job was on the screen when they're watching with Ed, Ed Norton. Oh, I didn't yes, pick up you. on that. Good catch. Good catch. Uh, then we get more back to this. This is my the one of the worst scenes in the movie. Uh, when Mark Wahlberg goes to check in on Charlize Theron, and he like, I go, just gotta love a woman who cracks a safe in her spare time at home and just her I, bra and panties, you know? <laughs> I couldn't agree more, man. That whole scene was weird. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you. All right, then we're doing more. Uh, then we set up the uh, having Charlize Theron infiltrate his uh, his house scene. This is one of my favorite parts, actually, in the movie. I, I quite enjoyed. It's Jason Statham and Seth Green, and uh, Jason Statham's like, oh, they can check and find Becky the cable install gal because they're all models and here's like i only believe it was la that there's a bunch of really hot women installing cable yeah yeah i love i personally think that's one of the funniest scenes where uh yeah like completely ad-libbed by him he's just he's just doing the the impression ad-libbing the you know the seduction of jason statham is it it is weird to think about jason statham as a sex symbol but he could definitely be a sex symbol he's a good looking guy yeah I, I'm glad he went for the full shaved. Like he needs to go for the full shaved. All know? right. My next note. I brought. I already brought out my point of they could just they could just get in there and kill him. And kill, yes. Yes. No, yes. They not, could. No. They could. They could. So they're no. already in the house. You could just break his neck, get in the safe, put it in the van. First. And also, why not just kill the security no, guard? Because you can't just kill people. They're they're thieves. They're thieves. Of thieves. Like, don't give me this. They're thieves. They don't kill bullshit. That's that's literally established in the first part of the movie. <sighs> fine. 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 They could still tie. They could tie him. Also, it's a lot more fun when you steal shit instead of killing people. You monster! They're still st- gold they're is still heavy. Stealing st- they could. T- they could knock him out and tie him up before he can alert the alarm. Then what? They just take the gold out in the truck. That's no. It's not going to work. It I'm telling you. They established that as like the point of the movie. <sighs> they could take it. They could take the helicopter he has. No, he rents okay, the fine. helicopter. Okay. Also, helicopters can't handle that much weight. You split up between the truck and the helicopter. What? All right, I, some, this is also my notes. Uh, they did the math of about thirty-five million dollars of gold at the time of how much they would, how many bars they would need. I forgot how many bars, but it comes out to about three thousand thousand tons. I think it was something crazy. Uh, maybe. maybe. 
All right. Maybe. Uh, yeah, we start meeting more of these random crew where we meet Wrench, turning the Mini Coopers into drivable things. Uh, uh, played by, who is it? Uh, Frankie, Frankie G, G is plays Wrench. I'm like, this is this is where like Fast and character. Furious would be bringing in like a dumb wrestler to play that role. Uh, which is why yeah. Fast and Furious is a little better of a franchise. I, yeah. I wrote down again, I know it's a small part, but we can't get anybody better. That might be a new category of it's a small part, but we can't get anybody better. <laughs> can we get anyone better? I'm, I'm in. That's uh, a fun one. <laughs> L... What is the quote from? Again? That's from Wayne's World too. That's it. That's it. Yeah, I wrote yeah, yeah, LA yeah. is just a lawless wasteland. Let them drive over the reservoir in the Mini Coopers. Just pre- oh, oh, two movies in yeah, a row. Weird, right? <laughs> just a lot. Um, we meet Skinny Pete's, who's a big fat guy. I enjoyed Skinny Pete. I love Skinny Pete. He's fucking great. <laughs> He's this big, huge dude. This whole stupid don't stare scene. I'm in. Most F sells Yeah, it. it's, it's fine. Uh, we get the no-go of a heist in the, when the, the neighbor's throwing a party. That I thought was just fucking so here's lame, the thing. you know? <laughs> so here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, I In my head, because I remember the basic plot of the movie, in my head what I remembered, again, this is nostalgia vision, so I'll give you. this. Is the, you're right. It is lame. You're right. Nostalgia vision told me that, like, what I had thought in my head had happened, which I think would be a better movie, is that like Steve would have known they were trying to do this, like he would have. Yeah, and they got caught or something, and right? Like, like uh, right? Like if it had just straight up failed because of Steve's agency as a character, that's a yeah, better bad way guy. better bad guy. Way, just gives everybody right. more more to do. Because I'm good with. I like that the second heist failed. No, no, that, that's that's, that's fine. Idea. Yeah, like having them fail, then they come back to succeed in the end for the final. But it was, but it was the environment that did it. It was because the neighbor was having a party, not because Steve was a good character. Yeah. If that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So that's flaw. a flaw. I agree. I, wrote a a, flaw. I forgot. Fuck. Who says this? Put a leash on your cat. I think that's when they shove Steve shoving Star- Charlize Theron. Uh, then we get the sit down between Wahlberg and Norton, and I wrote down this is like Michael Jordan versus Stephen Hawking in basketball when it comes to acting. <laughs> Ed Norton versus <laughs> Ed Norton not trying against Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> such a what, so you're you're saying that Ed Norton is the Michael Jordan? Yes, of course, of course. Is that what you're saying okay, but okay, then Mark right, Wahlberg, right. but then Mark sure. Wahlberg gets to shine when he finally punches Ed Norton in the face, and I'm like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg should be just punching guys in the face this whole movie. He should not be the brilliant mastermind. That's not how this works. You you fucking get, out, yeah. get out of here. Uh, there's another unnecessary <laughs> basketball shot. Uh, I'm about I'm only got like four notes left. Uh, great line of never mess with mother nature, mother-in-laws, or mother-freaking Ukrainians. I, I enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, it's great. Love that. A lot of inconspicuous baseball hats are worn. Uh, hey, did you notice how, how fake Edward Norton's style I was? did, too. I, well, I wrote down... That was like a part That was like a part. Yeah, he, has, he went with a thin mustache and flavor saver. What a choice. What, what an actor. <laughs> like, well, to be fair, that... that that particular facial hair goes very well with the last name Frizzelli. <laughs> that that is true. That is true. Uh, you gotta love the tech guy that can do literally anything, like shut down the entire city grid of of traffic lights. Yeah, a little nonsensical. I, I just noticed at the end of this, Ed Norton's side of the mouth wart. Good luck. Never good luck on seeing that. And, yeah, it's gonna be a that's gonna be a, a never unsee it thing. Uh, I wrote down why not stop the train way earlier so everybody can get in the Mini Coopers. Oh, I, I, I actual yeah. logical flaw. I will give this one to you. The Mini Cooper should have been underneath the floor. To yeah. Start. Oh no, I'm fine if you want. You no, I'm mean? fine with getting into it. I'm saying, why not stop it and then you start it and have it finish off to block it off? Like that's fine. Oh, totally, but- totally. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is, there's a way with that gate there because it's the fucking sewers. 
just drive them down there like the night before the heist and just have them park. Well, I think that's well, that's that, that's that the homage to the, I think the original film is because they trap them yeah, in totally. the Mini Coopers in traffic, and that's how they get the gold in that one. So which I think but, I mean that's and, and, it's fine. Uh, I'm just saying that's a dumb logical flaw. And then I just read I have no real notes. It's a fun action sequence chase to get out of the thing. Oh, I, I really had I really nothing else uh, to say. I had completely forgotten that the the actual like kind of climax of the movie is a scene straight up ripped out of a Fast and Furious movie when it's a car versus a helicopter. <laughs> like and they Yes, fight. that that's a they fight <laughs> Mark Wahlberg fights a helicopter, which is where he's at his best. Right. Like that that was very much a Fast and Furious movie. However, if it was actually a Fast and Furious movie, I think the car would have like flown through the helicopter, and he would have punched Steve on the way through. That and then is exactly what would have happened. Yeah, they would have done car foo, and they would have. And do you know where you can see all that, Kevin? The movies, the movies, at the movies. <laughs> I hate that sketch, but I love it. It's it's a dumb sketch, but it's very good. I I, I won't. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna give you shit on that. It's a good sketch, but like, God, it's so stupid. I had a couple. I had a couple things on my list I missed. I think. Oh, I love a PG thirteen movie that cashes in its one. Yeah, film. yeah, that's fun. I love a PG thirteen movie that cashes it in. Good, like, good for them. you. Um, yeah, I got the Fast and Furious thing. Uh, oh, uh, never thought about the moral. The moral issues of it. Let's say, for the sake of argument, full full Ben Shapiro. Uh, let's say that uh, this traffic plan actually works. And they cause car crashes, which get all the, the traffic fucked up and everything. How many people do you think died in those car crashes, my dude? Here's a the lot, thing. I think, because those look like full force car crashes. I don't think they were all full. F- Sorry, I've been in a similar to a, the couple ones they showed where, yes, you'll get some yeah. whiplash. But I think it's kind of, unless you're, if everyone's wearing their seatbelt, I think you'll be okay. Yeah. I think more, okay. worse okay. moral okay. is fair. how they're hiking up people's fucking insurance premiums because of these accidents. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Gonna be a disaster. Yeah, to be fair, they didn't, they started from rest and then crashed instead of both coming in at 30 miles yes. an hour. Yes, so I think, fair. I don't think, fair. I think deaths. Very low insurance premiums and paying to get new like all that. That's that that hurts you more. That's gonna make people that make people kill so, themselves because they have to pay that. Uh, the last thing I would put I would say. Oh oh, a, a note I had to add. I got Go two things it. I want to add. The first thing I want to add is in the original heist in the actual Italian mm-hmm. job. They they ran into so much shit in this like you know what I mean like 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 different boats and like there might as well have been a boat full of fruit that they go through at some point. I was hoping they were going to turn a corner and two dudes were on two separate boats with a pane of glass between them. Like, that's what I was hoping for. I thought it was it was fun and generic. Um, but then the other thing, I like, the Napster thing, I think, ages this movie the most. <laughs> I think the other thing that kind of ages it a little bit, you know, it's, in, it's, it's, it's inevitable. Like, the technology they were using to be like, oh, look at this high-tech thing. It was like, oh, look, this, like, 3D rendering of a house. Ooh, yeah. Or, like... Or a camera the size of a Ooh. pin. Ooh, like, wow. Like, yeah, like that That ages it a little bit, for sure. It's one of the things, I'm like, I was thinking this too, was like, this could use another remake right now. Well, All right, so I mean, I'm done with the movie. We can move on to, like, stuff. You know that the sequel's been in development for yes, 20 it's years, Yes, right? the Brazilian job has been in development hell since 2004. Which, what a great name. The Brazilian, Brazilian I've had a few Brazilian jobs. <laughs> That's the first thing yeah, baby. Uh, yeah, as late as 2015, Mark Wahlberg said it was still in active development, so. Oh, that sounds like development. Yeah, hell, man. I mean, I don't, like, here's the thing, getting all those actors, 
Hey, the the last the last movie that we watched that came out of development hell was Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm sure the Brazilian podcast, job will I mean. definitely be the Mad Max Fury Road of uh, of development hell. I'm movies. not saying that's. Uh, it's I not am off firmly the table, like you have I'm like saying. a three year window to get a sequel out. If, oh, totally. Especially like, yeah, like I was this, trying to think like you know? like uh, that'd be a good another different podcast of sequels that came too late. Oh yeah, missed just, just missed miss, the window. Miss, there's yeah, a bunch a out, out there. there. Oh, let's get into our categories. Yup. I let's start with best actor. I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I, I did not have. Any <laughs> you didn't have any nominations. Everyone was fine. There wasn't. Right, that's fair. Out. So I, I, I feel exactly how you do it. So I, I have two nominations. There's, yeah, there's two ahead. actors I think I like the most: uh, Jason Statham and Seth Green. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd go Jason Statham between those two. I'd, I'd agree with you on that. Statham. Jason Statham is just doing what Jason yeah. Statham does, and Jason Statham does it well. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, with, I'm with you. He's just being, he's just right. being him. Worst actor. I think there's only. One I actor. have two nominees though. All right, cool. What are I your two have, nominees? Uh, Ed Norton for not giving a fuck the entire yeah. time, but still, when he even even uh-huh. when he doesn't give and. a fuck, he's still it's a pretty solid performance. And right. even though he's really and. not that bad, I'm giving him shit. It's Mark. Okay, all right. I because I, he's kind of yeah. flat. I'm with you. I think it's got to be Ed Norton because the story is so. Fucking I'm fun. down to give it to Ed Norton because it's so funny. What an asshole! On a perfectly fine movie. It's not like I I constantly think about this now of the Hellboy remake with my boy David Harbour. And er- and er- that movie is a piece of shit. That's a horrible movie. Yeah. But you know what? Never we, seen it. Never uh, I might put it on our list. No, uh, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> never never. But like, no, you know what? No one, he did not complain a single fucking day getting into fucking Hellboy gear to make a bad movie. You have no fucking yeah. right as an actor yeah. to complain when you're in a decent movie. You got, you got like, a point, if, my if friend. He doesn't complain about being fucking Hellboy in a bad movie. Shut the fuck up, Ed Norton. Oh, man. Yeah, because you got to wear a fucking stash. Yeah, you have, to, you, have to, oh, you have to wear a mustache. Oh. You know what it was? He probably like looked at the cast and he's like, I don't want to work with Seth. <laughs> That's why he didn't want to do the movie. That'd be funny. That's why. Uh, best scene I have four scenes. I got three. Oh no, I got four. Yeah, uh, go the ahead, opening heist. Ed yep, Norton turning on um, on the crew. Didn't, but yeah. Uh, Statham, yep. uh, Seth Green ab living the reconnaissance with Jason Statham seducing the woman. That's and a the closing one. heist. Yep. Yeah, I got I got first and last mm-hmm. heist. Although I, you know, when I say I got four, I kind of like split the final heist into okay. two scenes. I really like the subway cars, even though it is nonsensical. It's a fun action yeah. sequence, and the helicopter fight is so okay. stupid. I love it. Um, I like the setup montage for the final heist. I love the music. Like that song, "What Comes yeah. Around," has lived rent free in my head for almost twenty years now. I, so I dig like, it. I dig it. So between all of them, I think it's between the two heists. I would right? agree with that. I think I'm more. So which one I, would you pick? Because I could go. I think I'm way. more inclined to the opening heist. I think that opens the. I think it's the one I think that it, it opens the scene right? movie well. It looks great. It's by the way, the movie's really well shot. I think it looks great by it's yeah, on film. I think that, yeah. it's everyone's hitting their marks. It's a great uh, you know I me, mean? I when I watch a movie, I want a movie to just start. And even though this movie has it's not a cold open, but the movie does just start. Like it's it goes there. Yeah, you're in. You're there in, in Venice. So, yeah, yeah. I think I, I give you the opening heist. I'm with you. I, I love the last scene. I think the last heist is really exciting, and the music is good, and we got good action. We get the, we drop our one fuck for <laughs> yeah. the whole movie. It's great. You know, the whole scene's great. But I think the opening scene is, you know what it is? Because this movie's always on cable. Like, I'm yeah. sure it always is. You know what it is? Like, the last movie just ended. You know, you're sitting there. You're like, oh, your Italian job's on. I'll watch this yeah. opening scene. You know, everyone watches the first 15 minutes. Yeah, the remote's on the other the side of the room, and you're like, I'm not getting up yet. Uh. Yeah, you're like, nah, well, I like this yeah. opening scene. <laughs> All right, what are the worst scenes? I got two. I movies. have three. Uh, right. Char- right. Charlize uh, cracking a safe in her underwear. Whole scene sucks. I'm with you. Uh, 
Yep, the no-go of the initial revenge when it's just like they show up and there's a party across the streets. Uh, uh, yes, I, I, I think retroactively, it's not on my list, but I would add that to my list because in retrospect, it's it's lame that essentially the environment did that to yeah. them. Yeah, and then I'd say uh, Charlize's uh, reconnaissance of the uh of of his house the cable yeah. fixing scene yeah we're, yeah we're on the same page all three i agree yeah so which one's worse <sighs> for you uh, i think i go i go cable fixing scene because it just drags yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go with, i'm gonna go with you on that because, because you know what too long, is like if, long, if ed norton's giving a more campy villain that scene could be more fun instead of he's like playing it like yeah but he's, yeah, he's not playing potential. it like fun horny he's playing it like sexual predator mm. horny you know you know what we never talked about oh uh, this whole yeah. this whole thing i think this is a missed opportunity potentially for a different mm. movie it might made them it might be it might be too many yeah. ingredients but like there's a subplot of the ukrainian mob yeah i don't know what's, i never knew what was going on there the whole time i feel like it just kind of fizzled by having them be like okay we're gonna help the good guys for no reason what if they were like a third party? Yeah, to try party? and fuck over. Yeah, that'd be way. That'd be better. I think that'd be a. It could be. It might be too complicated for what the movie was going for. But I, yeah, I can no, see I, it. I, I just I, I can see it too. Wasted. I mean, it, it's it's some again. Like, there's no sequels to this movie. There could have been a whole lot of stuff they could do. But by nature of this, yeah. just being, which probably just a one and done at this point. Like, if they're not, if they don't have it done by this year, yeah. Brazilian Jobs Two is never happening. I mean, I would have said the same thing in 2015. So like, yeah, mm. <laughs> if it's still in development, yeah, it's still yeah. in development. We'll it see. might come out. You know what it'll turn into? It'll turn into like a bullshit Netflix miniseries. That's yeah, I can see that. Or just a just straight up reboot of the Italian job again. Like, I'm what in, if you combined right, the cheeky English one, get a bunch of fun English actors, but then yeah. add in the kind of the flavor of the heist of this one, like add the revenge elements in? So you're pitching me a Guy Ritchie director. You know what it is? I, I, I thought of Guy Ritchie as I was talking to you about it. So, yes. <laughs> I couldn't be more in because that would be very stupid and fun and I'd be so into it. Because, like, the idea of a heist movie, you're kind of supposed to turn your brain off and just enjoy yes. the antic and maybe not think about it too much, but like, yeah, right. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, the Free Road Freak show. Freak show, the film. I have three. Yeah, I think I also have three. Wrench. Okay, Wrench. Okay, His name's Wrench? Rent. His name's it's Wrench. Yeah, but like, he's just a His name's dude. Wrench, Kevin. He goes by Wrench. Yeah, but like, you didn't give standard the Freak Show, the film last yeah. time. All right, fine. But still, his name's Wrench. I know. And you know what the best part is? He introduces himself yeah. as Wrench. It's I know. It's not like, yeah. Let's, let's, it's just like, yeah, go hey, see wrench. wrench. No, it's just Wrench. Uh, Skinny Pete. Skinny Pete's up there. He's my, one of mine. Yep. Ed Norton's mustache. All uh, right. Good call. Good call. That's yep. Yeah. I also had turning your badge in your way. <laughs> 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 yeah, great. that's funny. I think, the only I think Skinny, Skinny Pete. Pete. He's a 400 pound man who goes by Skinny Pete. It's it's like it's his role in the story is just yeah. to be a weirdo. 100%. Yeah. All right. Our, uh, Stephen J. Gomez slash Jorah Mormont, the expositioner butt plug of the film. I, I couldn't come up with a nomination. I have three, have actually. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. It was more Seth, than I thought Seth Green just doing all the, I got to do this to do tech to do this. That's okay. Uh, Mark Wahlberg is just by virtue of him breaking down. Yeah, especially in the first half hour of the movie. And this one's very subtle. Uh, This is the very beginning of the movie. Charlie's their own secretary who has to then be like, hey, Charlie Croker's here. (laughs) And your dad, were you too busy doing that? She has like five lines of just riling off exposition. So those are my three nominees. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. I'm good with any of those, but I don't know. I go Seth Green because he has to do all the tech mumbo jumbo bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, he has the biggest role in the story. Yeah, I like, I like Seth Green. Uh, I couldn't find any other casting. Uh, they like it doesn't seem like I think, I think it seems like these are all the first choices. Really, Ed Norton was your first. I choice? mean, Ed Norton's a good actor. <laughs> yeah. 
I know, I know, I know, definitely, I know. A kid, a kid. So I, I, I'm definitely with you that I think the score score is definitely lower than eight. That was a whack thing yeah. I, I put on there. So I, I will take my beating on that one. I was wrong. It is not an eight. I think objectively, you're, you're, you're. I, I'm not in for the nitpicks of the story. I'm in for the fact that the middle act does kind of drag. Okay. I'm with you on that. One. I mean, I, you know, and, and also, outside of nostalgia goggles, how do you sell this to someone out saying like, oh, but the beginning and the end are really yeah. good. Yeah, you so know? I'm. Yeah. You can stick with your seven. I'm sticking with my six. I think I think it's a personal seven, but I think it's an objective yeah. six. Um, as objective as films are, yeah. which they're not. You know, they're just not. So, yeah, I think I think we go into the, we put it in the ar- archives as a. Uh, I think that's I think that's fair. Uh, trivia. I said it all yeah. except the actors did most of their own stunts, including they all drove down the LA Metro stairs. I thought that was interesting. Uh, oh, it's nice. Co- yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, on-location stuff is nice. Uh, this is one of those weird... Uh, in uh, So Jason Statham and Charlie Theron both appear in The Fate of the Furious, also about fast cars and robbery, but also directed by F. Gary Gray. Wow, yeah, right? okay. All right. All right, All right you want to hear some other people's hot takes? Yeah, give me some hot takes, baby. This is by Ab Holman. I would drink 2003 Charlie Theron's bathwater. Five stars. <laughs> now, nah, give me give me Furiosa's bathwater. <laughs> This is by Nat Shields. Go! Okay. Between the te- two Italian masterpieces, this and The Godfather, this wins by a landslide. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck me. That's funny. This right, is by going. Isabella28. Okay. Honestly, this just got me thinking about cars a whole lot, and I think I'm going to watch that next. Three stars. <laughs> I watch cars. <laughs> Okay. All right. Fine. This is by Ezla. Pretty good, but a suggestion right. for a scene would be the mark in the state pounding in the ass while nerd and Bob Man are jerking off in the corner. Three stars. Three stars. <laughs> so you have some notes. It, it seems, like. Okay, it seems like you had some notes. Uh, this is by Evie. Can't believe there's a lot of good. I know, there's there's here, some man. there's some good takes. Letterbox, everybody. Good stuff. This is by Evie. Yep. Can't believe I willingly watched a Mark Wahlberg film. What the fuck was I thinking? One star. <laughs> you think Mark Wahlberg's the problem? Come on. This isn't even a no, Mark it's Wahlberg barely, joint. No, this you is very little like, Mark. Yeah. He's just there. He's just the protagonist, man. Like, that's and who he finally, is. by Isaac Bowen. Fuck, that was bad. Mark Wahlberg's white bread protagonist isn't quite as entirely anno- annoying as normal, but geez, the cast leaves a lot to be desired. Napster's joked aged like fine milk. As you could... <laughs> As you can tell from my diary, that this has made me put off wanting to watch movies in November. Fuck you, the Italian job. (laughs) This guy stopped watching movies in November. Buddy, buddy. Oh, buddy, buddy. It's okay. Sorry, Isaac Bowen. (laughs) Kevin, does this movie pass the Bechdel test? No, no it does not. Definitely not. Charlie's the only woman in this movie. There's one woman. Well, there's Becky, yeah, but she yeah, doesn't have yeah. a last name. They never speak. Uh, does this movie say the ti- the name of the movie? Say the title in the movie. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Like he goes, we'll do it like the Italian job. And and then he and then he makes the then he sinks the jumper. He does, That's all I'm saying. He sinks he the does, jumper right after saying the, the name jumper, of the movie. which I'm sure took 50 takes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they rigged it to make it look like. Uh, do you know how they drink it sometimes? Is they'll have the actor shoot what? it off camera to a grip like above the set. 
catch it and then another one oh, will yeah, drop totally. it into the thing. <laughs> yeah, if it like if it goes out of frame, definitely yes. is what's happening. <laughs> uh, all right, Kevin, all I have to do is replace this eight with another eight now. Oh boy, I am gonna beef this roll. All I'm right. just feeling it. I think we're, we're due, due for, for a beef. beef. Well, this is our eights first. We have to replace this. So, yeah, you're six sided yep. die ready. I'll read it off to our our thing. I do. Well, all right. So number one, Amores Peros. I want I, I want to rewatch two that. heat, three training yep. day. Four yeah. of the nice guys. Never Five seen Nightcrawler. Never Six seen Pirates wait. Curse of the Black Pearl. Yeah, on the, on the list you have it written as Pirates Curse of Pearl. We know what I mean. Is, Curse of that, Pearl. No, there's a lot. Of, there's a there is a lot of letters in that. Yeah. I do not blame you one second. You put of in there. Yeah. Good for you. Good for you. All right, Kevin, give us give us that roll. Right, here we go. Nightcrawler, baby. Hey, That's all a right. Five. Take all that right. out. Put it in. Nightcrawler. Right. Now, here, not here's an X Men movie. This is true. Yes, yeah, not an X Men movie. Um, is it Nightcrawler or Nightcrawler? It's just, just, Nightcrawler. It's just Nightcrawler, right? Okay, I got two die yeah. here. Which am I rolling with? Let me think a little closer. I got purpley, purpley, or I, got I feel black like purpley's let us down a lot. So let's go black and gold. He has. Does he get redemption? No, we're going black and gold. We're going. Co- okay, give me, give me, all right, all right. Give all me right. Cobra Kai colors. All, all right, right, now let me. Right. Well, let's list off our top ten. Okay, ten. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Oh. Nine, Skyfall. Oh. Eight, Nightcrawler. Oh. Seven, Con Air. Woo-hoo. Six, Real Steel. Can't wait. Five, Frank. Fuck. Four, Ava. Ugh. Three, Jason X. Oh, this happens every time. Two, oh. Cats. One, Catwoman. All right, next time, remind me to read it from top from bottom up <laughs> so that it gets better as we go along. <laughs> All right, depending on what I roll, we could try to get a guess for next time. Let's see what we got yeah. here. Yeah. All right, let's give it to us. Uh, <laughs> oh, fuck you, Kevin. Oh, no. I just saw the funniest thing is just seeing the facial expression beforehand. Let me take a guess. I'm going to say you rolled a four. Good guess because I rolled so many goddamn fours. What'd you roll? <laughs> I rolled a five. Oh, no. <laughs> Frank. God, I. Uh, well, to be fair, uh, I blame you because uh, uh, you chose the dice. Uh, that's, I that's did choose the dice, guess. but you're, it's still your hand. Know. Okay. Oh, Frank oh, is. A movie. How long is only an hour thirty-five? It's gonna be a long. It's gonna feel like a long hour thirty-five. That's gonna. You know what? That's gonna be. That's gonna be. I need to take a break in the middle of this kind of movie. Yeah, John. You know what? Okay. You know what? No, No, let's go positively because people do like this movie. What if we love it? What if it's? What if we do? Because you know what, Kevin? I'm looking at IMDb now. Right now, it has a seven. That's really. high. That's really high. (laughs) But you know what? You gave Italian Job an eight, so maybe again, it's we haven't seen this movie in seven years since we since we saw it together in the theaters. Uh, right, right, you know, right. it is, it could be, it could have grown on us, you know, like we could have different yeah. mentalities. I'm a more depressed person than I was then. So let's see if that fits. Yeah, we all aren't, aren't we? I'll, right. I'll, I'll read the description. Everybody. John, a young wannabe musician discovers he's bitten off more than he can chew when he joins an eccentric pop band led by the mysterious and enigmatic Frank. See, here's the thing. That I hope, description, I hope, that is, I hope it's God. That description good. of a movie is actually really good. Yeah. But what we saw, it was not. But again, I, I only remember the head. Of him. And so maybe. So here's what I remember. Here's what I remember. And this will be different from when the next time you hear this, because we'll have watched it and recorded and everything. What I remember is thinking. I thought the first and third acts were really boring. I thought the second act was great when they make the album. Yeah, I remember that. I thought the second act was great. I just remember the first and third act I thought were really boring. But I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I uh... will find out. Yeah, I, Frank has been on this list since, the, since inception. Like chronologically for like eight months. Yeah, it, we we rolled that uh, in October. 
Yeah. So one, two, seven months. It's been on there for seven months. Yeah, it's been on there a while. So it'll finally be cleared. We're almost at least then we will almost have completely cleared our entire original Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. I was just thinking all that, that's, like we're we're starting to clear. All it that out. would be left from the OG would be Con Air, Cats, and Catwoman. Skyfall. Oh, Skyfall too. All right, never. There's a lot left. We. This is it. No, no, we're getting. We're, there. we're getting we're there. there. We're getting. All there. right. Uh, sorry, buddy. Let's you should be. All right, everybody. Tune in again next week for Frank. And as always, Ben Affleck, if you want to come on and talk Frank with us, you want to talk frankly, Benny, Benny baby, booby. Benny. Come on the pod. All right, we'll watch Julie. And then you can <laughs> <laughs> come talk, talk about All right, everybody. We'll see you, see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye.